0: You're listening to Podcateers.
1: Welcome to episode 338 of Podcateers. This week we talk about how our music taste wrap-up went for 2020, according to Spotify. And the maniacs are back. We talk about our experiences attempting to get the Sleeping Beauty Castle and Walt Disney Funko collectible. Plus, The Mandalorian takes one of us, not gonna say who, it was kinda me, down an awesome but time-consuming rabbit hole. Make sure to check out the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com 338 to check out some of the things that we talk about in the episode. You can also join the conversation by leaving a comment there or by connecting with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or our new Discord server. You'll find an invite link in the blog post for this episode or by going to podcuteers.com and scrolling uh, down on that page. Many thanks to everyone that has been donating to our cast member virtual food drive. You know, over the years, many cast members have provided us with tons of magical moments, and this is just a small way for us to say thank you and to repay some of that magic during these difficult times. We love what Second Harvest Food Bank is doing because they make it so that every one dollar donated becomes the equivalent of up to three meals. And with your help, we've been able to provide almost 1,500 meals so far. If you would like a little more information or just want to help, you can go to teamboatwilly.com. Super easy to remember because it's like Steamboat Willie, but without the S for info and for a link to help. Feel free to send us a message on Facebook or Instagram if you have any questions and we'll be happy to help you out as best as we can. And of course, to everyone that's donated or shared our food drive link, thank you so much for spreading the magic. And of course, before we kick off the episode, we'd like to send a very special thank you to the FGP Squad, a.k.a. our podcast, Fairy Godparents, because it's their monthly support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. Being part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like access to our monthly happy hour calls, additional discounts on gear, additional content. So if you would like more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can go to podcateers.com slash fgp and as always a very 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 special thank you to the fgp squad for their continued support so that's it it's time to do the podcast thing thanks for taking the time to hang with us for a while here is episode 338 of Podcasters.
2: times in a row.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Start on a happy note. Right. Amazing. <laughs> right.
1: yep. How's everybody doing?
0: Pretty good. Uh,
2: good if we can uh, get this air quality uh, down a little bit from the hyper hazardous levels it's been at the last couple weeks.
0: I
1: right. I know. <laughs> it's been terrible. I have to admit that being at home Uh, With everything that's been going on, you know, I've really been trying really, really hard to stay as safe as possible when I go out grocery shopping and everything. No joke, I wear two masks when I go out. I I wear a fitted mask, but it has the little air filter on the front. And so Mm -hmm. there's been reports that it's not keeping anyone else safe except you. And so Mm -hmm. I said, okay, well, that's not fair. So I've been using one of those, and then I've been using, like, a cloth mask on top of it. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll use two regular cloth masks. It just depends on where I'm going and how long I'm going to be out, right? And
2: And you go out in the big six-foot hamster ball, right? You just roll
1: out? Uh, No, I'm taking the smaller (laughs) one now. I'm only taking the three-foot ball out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of get in the fetal position and roll around. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, it just depends on how long I'm going to be out and which mask is available because some masks that I have are thinner than others. So Mm -hmm. the thinner ones, I tend to double up when I'm washing another one or disinfecting a a different one. So uh, I will admit that the weather in our area here in Southern California has been such that I've had these like crazy panic attacks over how I, I feel. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like when your nose gets stuffy or you're feeling sick, like you you can't smell very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like walking around smelling different things in the house or like I'm burning. Like our friend Jill sells like that scentsy stuff, the little wax melt. Yeah. So I've been like melting those and I've been like smelling <laughs> essential oils. And I'll walk around and I'll take a drink of my soda or my coffee. And I'm like, can I still taste that? Great. Awesome. And I'll keep going <laughs> on with my day. <laughs> uh but yeah, the fires and the pollen and it's been super windy today. I started to feel sick in the morning and then I started to like get chest pains and I'm like, "Oh no, I feel like I'm getting a fever. Oh no, something's wrong with me." Uh and then I got distracted with work and 3 or 4 hours went by and I'm like, "Oh, that's right. I was feeling sick. Oh no, I got a fever." <laughs> <laughs> so I know that a lot of it, at least knock on wood, I'm hoping is all in my head, but it's just crazy, man, especially in the winter. I tend to suffer from that a lot when it gets cold, like my nose gets stuffy and like it, it gets plugged up. Uh, I'll have like, you know, allergies and, you know, all that garbage that goes along with it. So mm-hmm. it it hasn't been a fun day, All right, <laughs> All yeah. day I'm I've been just freaking out about what's you know it's just been a freaky day sure
2: i mean (laughs) to be fair it's been a freaky year and i feel like most of us have had worrisome days like that at some point during this pandemic and you know it makes me wonder how much medical service and medical testing has been wasted not wasted necessarily but you know used up on people that were just freaking out over nothing Mm -hmm. um it'd be interesting if they could have stats if they could go back and figure out stats of like okay that person was just really worried they shouldn't have like gone and gotten tested but that person should have you know like it'd be interesting if we could like sort everybody out into the right piles and just get Mm -hmm. the right people tested and get the right people like calmed down like okay you're okay you're fine you're just you've got the sniffles you're good you know or whatever it is you know but Man, I've had the days too, and it's like, should I go? Should I get tested? Should I, should I do it? And, you know, I haven't because I haven't really felt like I've, I've really crossed over that line of like, okay, I definitely need to. Um, but yeah, it's, it's understandable that all of us at some point during this pandemic are gonna feel that way, and, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. And oh, go yeah. crazy and for a day, this like wind,
2: freaking out. Oh yeah.
0: This wind is not doing any, like any good at anybody. It's just Mm-mm. like, ugh like back to like a few episodes ago where I was just stuffy and it's all gross and whatnot. So yeah, it's like either you have a sweater that you got to take off because you're hot or you got to put a sweater on because you're too cold. And it's like, (laughs) are you really sick? Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. Blah, blah, blah. Eh. (laughs) Plus,
1: I have to say that I've probably aged 10 years in this one. Look i'm just gonna be real so i've had gray hair since i was about 20.
0: i know where this is going
1: (laughs) and i've i mean they were very sporadic you know they would pop up here and there and i'd be like look and then they were gone Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. for months i wouldn't see another one and now now 2020 yep i have them all over my face and my head and i'm like wait a second Who's this old man? What is this that I'm looking at? <laughs> I don't like it. And you know how they say uh, there's like the old wives tale where it's like, if you pluck it, two more grow in its place. Have you yeah. heard that before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering, man, is 2020 making up for all the ones that I plucked?
2: Maybe.
0: They're all, they're all coming at once. <laughs> I was once, like, wait baby. a minute. <laughs> Because I sprouted, so I'm like, you know what? I gave up. I'm like, if I keep plucking, I'm going to go bald in one spot Yeah. or half my eyebrow. So, yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) And so
1: right here, like in the front of my beard is really where you can see them the most. Everywhere else, Mm -hmm. they kind of just blend in, right? But Mm -hmm. I kept plucking them, and I thought, I'm going to have a little bald spot there. I should just (laughs) stop what I'm doing. (laughs) And I realized, okay. I mean, I've had them since I was young. Almost everyone in my family gets gray hair really early on. And Mm so it's just something that I've been dealing with, you know, since I was 20. And I thought, all right, whatever. It is what it is. But now I don't want to say that I stopped caring about it because I do. I just I don't know. I don't want to get to the point where I'm, like, having to paint my beard or anything, and right. I sweat Justerman. and I start leaking, you know?
0: It's like, is this the battle you really want to fight? Right? Eh.
1: There, I think there's more important ones, like yeah. figuring out whether or not I can still taste my hot Cheetos.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, yep. you're basically just, um, you know, it's like uh, Old Wolverine, you know? You're just a little... Little more grizzled, look. Now. You know what? I don't even
1: care because <laughs> old Wolverine was still hardcore. Dude. <laughs> I very rarely uh, get compared to Wolverine, so you know what? I take it. Well, I should get major, <laughs>
2: major points for making a Marvel reference there.
1: That's true. You do.
2: Points, Who uh, knows? thank you. Hey, did you guys, um, are you guys on Spotify? Did you guys get your wrapped report that, that told you how you listened this year?
1: Yeah, I did. I am on Spotify, but. Because I only officially signed up for premium about three or four weeks ago, I didn't really get a wrap because I've been on Google Play Music up Mm -hmm. until then. So uh, I didn't feel like it was a good reflection of what I listened to the entire year. So I really didn't share anything. Nice.
2: Uh, Well, you just reminded (laughs) me when you talked about aging 10 years in one year because one of the slides in the little uh, slideshow that they put together for you said – Thanks for listening for all sixty-seven months of twenty-twenty. I thought that was really <laughs> <Yeah. fun. laughs> I really That's enjoyed awesome. that. I look forward to Wrapped every year. It's a really fun little thing because I'm all into stats and like you know knowing what my top ten is and all that. It's 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 it tickles me.
1: Do you want to share what like your top five were?
2: Um, I I have to pull it up here. I don't remember all of them, but yes, I'm totally down to sharing my.
1: Mel, do you my still remember stuff. yours? Because I think, Mel, you, I think you shared yours, right?
0: Yeah, I, I'm i going to look right back into it.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, it's no shock. My um, lists were dominated by 1960s music. Uh, my number one song of the year was The Beatles' Norwegian Wood. Nice. I'm sure we're all shocked by that. Um, let's see. Let me get to the lists here. It's at the very end. Okay, so my top genre was rock. Um, My top artists, uh, number one, the Beatles. Number two, John Lennon. So more Beatles. Uh, Number three, this one surprised me, was They Might Be Giants, but I love those guys. Oh, yeah, they're great. Uh, Number four, The Turtles. And number five, Elton John. Wow. All five of my top five songs were Beatles songs. <laughs> uh, nice. The coolest stat of all for me, it was like a bragging rights kind of stat. Um, it told me that my top group that I listened to was the Beatles. I only had my own account for the second half of this year. And for 2020, I was in the top point one percent of all Beatles listeners
1: oh wow Wow! (laughs) wow so So you leave it playing while you're asleep you leave it playing all day (laughs) well that's
2: that's what's cool about this year is that you know working from home and I mean you can just stream whatever music you want in the background you know I'm listening to my favorite music all day every day now and it it makes me happy man yeah you know when you when you had to go to work 40 hours a week and there's no music or heaven forbid you work in a place that has piped in music from hell, oh. mm. you know, like music <laughs> or something, you know, and it's like the same 30 songs over and over for 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. I still have TJ Maxx nightmares from my first job at TJ Maxx. Uh, but like being at home, being able to play whatever you want, like, I don't know, being just such a music lover, like it, it's so awesome. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I understand the thirty-song thing. I used to work at Radio Shack, yeah, and mm-hmm. they used to have these DVDs that we had to play with commercials for batteries, and the oh, same geez. five songs <laughs> would be mixed into those commercials, yep. and it would just loop. And so for yep. eight, nine hours a day, it was nah. it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think luckily, where I work, I'm able. I'm able to just put my headphones on and just kind of listen to whatever I want and then just work. Mm -hmm. It just really depends on what I'm working on because there's a lot of group things that I work on. And so throughout the day, just people would come to my desk and we would have to talk about what we were doing together. So Mm -hmm. I I would say that a good third of my day, I could listen to whatever I wanted and just concentrate on actually just... I don't want to use the word veggie now because when it comes to work, that's not what I want to... Say that I was doing, but (laughs) I was able to concentrate on my work, uh, focus on my work with something playing in my headphones. Let's let's just say it that way. That's
2: nice. It's a good way to say
1: it. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say the coolest thing about your the rewinds is like when you get like the songs or whatnot, and you're just like, oh yeah, I that was it, and it's just like. It trips, yeah. It's pretty cool. You're
2: like, oh yeah, for all of June, I put that one song on repeat. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> the top five songs in my list, they're all from The Corpse Bride.
1: Oh, nice! That's Interesting. That's yeah. cool. Interesting. That's a uh, that's
2: a great soundtrack.
0: You could guess who's number one, so he Dan- takes that spot. <laughs> Dan-
2: Danny Elfman.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Nice. Nice. Very like cool. It. Well, if you had an opportunity to share what your, what did they call it, Spotify Wrapped?
2: I think this year they're calling it Wrapped, right? And last year they called it Rewind or Mm -hmm. whatever.
1: 2020 Wrapped. Maybe they couldn't call it Rewind because of YouTube.
0: Which they didn't even do. They canceled it this year. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm glad they did though because the last couple (laughs) of years have been kind of janky. And on top Mm -hmm. of that, I mean, it wouldn't have been a very good Rewind. So I'm kind of glad that they did. (laughs) but if any of you listening had the opportunity to share your Spotify wrapped we'd love to see the variation of what you're all listening to and how they kind of mix into the stuff that we listen to so make sure to tag us on Instagram Twitter Facebook Uh, you can even share your graphics up on the discord channel if you're not uh, a member make sure to go to podcasters.com. scroll down a little bit you'll see the discord icon you can click on it to get your invite and become part of the family over on discord Uh, it's still a new server there's not a lot of us on there but uh it's great so far the community we've been building there is really nice so uh, i appreciate it i appreciate all of you jumping in and i'm looking forward to doing more stuff on the discord server really soon uh okay uh as you know it was walt disney's birthday Mm -hmm. on top of you know just celebrating the man that gave us all the happies uh funko decided to finally release that Castle Funko with the Walt Disney Funko that we've been talking about for months now. People were super excited. I had an alert on my phone because on December 7th, it was going to get released. And then uh, all of a sudden, Funko drops a tweet on December 4th saying, Hey, by the way, tomorrow we're dropping this Funko. Surprise. And that, I mean, okay, <laughs> great. You know, Walt's birthday totally makes sense. And so people mm-hmm. are like preparing. They're like, okay, this is going to happen. 7 a.m., 10 a.m., the times they normally release these Funkos into the world and people are able to order. Uh, No. No. Mm-mm. Uh, They released it at midnight. Yeah. They didn't give a time. They didn't say, hey, stay tuned or anything. That's all they said. And all of a sudden at midnight, it became available for purchase Uh, uh, gone by breakfast i still
0: can't believe what happened too so (laughs) generous (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah um quick word you know just flew out and lo and behold i got one in the car and i was like oh my god what is going on? I wasn't even looking forward to even doing this. I was gonna give up, thinking I'm not gonna get one. They sell out really fast. N- no, that that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. And okay, so let me explain why I'm feeling like this. Because I've camped out, or I have stood in line for things that just you know things go off the shelves really fast. I was in my pajamas and I got to do this after midnight and I didn't have to fight the lines or nothing. So
1: that is what? nice. Yeah.
0: What? And then I had to tell you guys immediately. And then I'm like, okay, so I, you know, we got one for the podcast and then my head was like, should I try to try to get one for me? Cause I kind of like this.
1: And I was able to, and I'm like, what is this? Wait, so you placed two different orders and got them?
0: Yes. God.
1: (laughs) Okay. So here's, all right. (laughs) One, congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. I remember when you sent the text message to us, it was maybe like 12.05, 12.08, something like that. It was Mm -hmm. just a little past Mm -hmm. midnight. And I was getting ready to wrap things up. I was editing a video, and... I remember I was saving everything. And then I happened to look down at my phone and I saw the text message. And the first thing I did was I shot a message over to my brother. I was like, this is not a drill. The Walt and Castle <laughs> yeah. Funko is available. <laughs> Go order it now. And so now I'm jumping on the shop Disney website, trying to get my order place because, you know, I, I wanted it. This right. is, I don't want a lot of these Funkos very often. Um, but there's just this one I've wanted since the moment, obviously, that they that they announced it. The other one that I wanted that's part of the same town series was the Honda Mansion one. And the TLDR on that one was I placed my order. I pre-ordered it. The day that it got released, instead of getting a confirmation email that it shipped, I got an email saying, oh, by the way, we're out. And so I was like, wait a second. I pre-ordered it. How could you be out? And they said, yeah, we're out. Sorry, here's your money back. The next day it got released for an additional $10 or an additional 20 or something than what I had pre-ordered it for. So I thought that was garbage. Anyway, fast forward to this one. I'm on the site. I'm trying to order. And I'm super excited because I see it. I search for it. I was like, oh, ah, here it is. I'm, like, adding it to my cart. And I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to go for two of them. It says limit two. You know, if we get the one for myself, I'll get one to auction off as well. This will be great. And so I try to place my Mm -hmm. order. And I'm getting through the order process. And as I'm getting ready to finish paying, it says, oh, there's something in your cart that's no longer in stock. But we got plenty of other things that you can purchase on the site. I'm like, no, but it's in my cart, what, no, no, let me check out, it's in my cart, and so they wouldn't let me check out, and I'm all like, okay, you don't want my money, just send me one for free, <laughs> and they were like, nah, bro, that's not how it works, <laughs> you gotta give us money, and then we send it to him, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to give you money, you're saying you don't want my money, so just send me one for free, they're like, nah, that's not how it works, <laughs> I'm like, well, your loss, you could have sent me something for free, and now you lost out on that opportunity, so whatever. So I try to order, and they wouldn't <laughs> let me do it, right? So then mm-hmm. I, I thought, okay, I'm getting up. I'm going to shut down my computer. I went to the kitchen to grab a, a glass of water, and I just happened to be on my phone, and I thought, all right, whatever. I'll just try on my phone again. And I added it on into the cart again, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to try to check out again. It let me buy it, and I'm thinking, <laughs> wait a second. This is great. I actually placed an order, but there was a part of me that thought, Ah, see, but you burned me before with this. I placed the mm. order. You took my money. And I actually had a gift card that I got uh, from my coworkers as a thank you for something that I did last year, believe it or not. I've had this Disney gift card in my wallet for over a year now. And so I paid with the gift card. And I, I, I think I ended up paying just a few bucks or whatever because of the additional tax and shipping or whatever. And uh. It said during checkout, make sure not to throw your gift card away until you receive your item, and to me that meant there's a possibility you're not gonna get this either. Just like you didn't get the the haunted mansion Funko. Yeah, Dang. I want to be excited about it, but I've been mm-hmm. burned. Not just with the haunted mm-hmm. mansion one. I've been burned with other releases as well. Like I hate to say it, but Disney does not do these releases well. Like there's a lot of things that the Disney company does well but releasing these Funkos and placing the proper limits and the way that they do it sucks. Like there's so many people that end up with like 20 of them to sell on eBay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the fact that they limit it so much, like I, I get that they're kind of the masters of the limited edition concept going back to the vault era, but like just make more, man. Why do you have to make it so hard to get Everything you release, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. they just make it so hard. Like, we give up after a while. Like, I'll never forget standing in line at the Disneyland Hotel for five and a half hours for that tiki mug. Uh, it was a Hatbox Ghost tiki mug that, that we got. Yeah, I mean, that was just insanity. And people waited for you know 10 hours and then didn't get to have any.
1: Yeah, I remember, uh, and I remember what a pain it was. For you get to get that mm-hmm. tea yeah. mug.
2: I mean, it was it was fine. I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. But then you know, after hour three and then hour four, you're thinking, what in the heck? Why mm-hmm. is this such a? Why is this? And you know, uh, I I just feel like they could have done it better. They basically had two cash registers for a line of ten thousand people. You know, and just. One transaction after another, you know, they could have had 20 cash registers and cut it, you know, 10 times. Yeah. But they didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. It it is interesting that they don't seem they've got some things like so nailed, you know, like their crowd control methods and their queuing methods within the parks are just they're like science books written on this stuff. Right. And all kinds of places around the world pattern their queuing and their crowd control methods around what disney does because they do it so well but then when they do offshoot events or offshoot releases it's like who knows what's going to happen and they just haven't figured it out i mean it took them five four or five expos to really figure out how to do it an, uh, an expo because the first yeah, couple of expos true. that i went to were rough and you know it took them a while to really figure out how to do that so i don't know maybe eventually they'll get this funco or whatever limited merchandise release
1: figured out who knows and i hope so i mean they could take a page out of costco's book right anybody that's been at costco knows that when the lines get super long they have people out there with the scanning guns so that when they, when they get there and they scan your card, you're basically just paying because they just scanned mm-hmm. everything in your cart. And yep. it minimizes the wait time. It makes everything super fun. Not super fun. Super fast. and <laughs> uh, Yeah, we Right? <laughs> I'm waiting in line. Uh, but uh disney could do something similar right where they have cast they split everybody up into two or three lines they have a few cast members with like a little gun or something that ha- keeps track locally of the stock and because there's like a two item limit or whatever it is the person that you go through you pay for your item. It prints out a little receipt. There's like these little wireless printers you could have. You walk up and you just claim it the way that you do like the food at the food and wine festival or the festival of holidays. You know, you just go, you give them your receipt, they give you your product. That way they don't have to wait there for people to pay. Or if you're standing in line for a really long time, at least there's a little bit of you know advancement and it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. like you're waiting there for 27 days
2: totally i totally agree and that makes me miss the holiday
1: food festival at dca i know like a lot yeah (laughs) that pork adobo man (laughs) oh (laughs) so good (sighs) anyway uh so yeah so the funko went down the release happened at midnight Uh, i did get a chance to order it whether or not i get it it's still up in the air uh Melissa I think you seem a lot more optimistic than I do.
0: <laughs> I I think it's it's not going to hit me until I see it. That's, so yeah. I'm mm-hmm. still kind of like how did I, how did this happen? <laughs> like I'm I'm not over yep, that.
1: <laughs> kind of where I am. Like I said, until it's in my hand and I can be like, "Hey, oh wow, I own this thing now." I'm not going to get excited about it cuz I've just been burned by these releases before. So Totally. You know? Let's just yeah. wait and see what happens. I'll keep mm-hmm. you posted and see where it goes. There you so. go. <laughs> uh, speaking of Christmas, uh, the candlelight processional featuring Neil Patrick Harris is up on Disney's YouTube channel. If you haven't had an opportunity to watch it, we'll post the video in the blog post for this episode. Podcateers.com slash 338. I mean, it's a beautiful ceremony that goes all the way back to Walt's time in the park and we've talked about it in the past. We could probably do a recap in an upcoming episode, but uh, it's it's really nice. They have these huge choirs just singing different Christmas songs. They tell the story of Christmas, and it, it's nice. They have different uh, guests reading the story, like Chris Hemsworth has done it. Uh, Chris Pratt has done it. Neil Patrick Harris has done it. Um, all sorts of celebrities. Every year they have somebody new. Uh, This year, because they had to cancel it, this week would have been when they were doing it. Uh, They decided to post the entire video, which they really don't ever do. And it's a really great treat for anybody that's never had the opportunity to watch it. Uh, I've seen people's live streams of it. When they are there, I've never actually been in person. It's always been one of my dreams to watch it in person. And I hope that once we're able to get back into the parks, one day someone that has access will be like, hey, buddy, you want to come watch it with me? I'm going to be like, yes, I do. And then I'll go (laughs) watch it, and then life will be dandy. But until then, this is the best way to watch it because you get the opportunity to kind of experience the whole thing without having to be there right now. Uh, so, again, com slash 338 if you want to check that out. Um, speaking of media and stuff, there was a couple things that I wanted to talk about. Well, actually, there's a whole lot of stuff that I had a chance to watch this <laughs> week. And I do want to talk about The Mandalorian because hot damn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just going to say that. So that's a teaser. That, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. yeah. So that's a teaser. For a little later in the episode. But one, I have to ask, have you seen the new Animaniacs on Hulu?
0: No. I've seen that it's there, but I
1: haven't watched any of it yet. Okay. I'm digging it. Yeah. I finally started watching it. I really dig it. And you know how when they rebooted DuckTales, which, by the way, they canceled, and I'm kind of salty about it. Mm. Um. When they rebooted DuckTales, they gave it a whole new look. You know, they gave it that new, grittier, harder edge look like they did with the Mickey shorts. Mm -hmm. Animaniacs looks almost exactly the same. Aside from the color pops a little bit more, you know, you could tell that it's cleaner animation because it's not really hand drawn. It's a lot more uh, digital Mm -hmm. animation. But for the most part, it looks exactly like the first one. Uh, And the essence of Animaniacs is there. The episodes have been really fun so far on top of all the old episodes of Animaniacs that are there. I'm digging the new one, man.
2: Nice. Yeah. I'll probably uh, give it a little bit of a watch. I was never a big uh, watcher of Animaniacs when it was on originally. Um, But I do want to check it out to see what it's kind of about. Do you, do you feel like it has the same feel?
1: Um. I think like so. Like the same gags. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I At least maybe that's how I felt watching it because I was so nostalgic about it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff about Animaniacs that I really remember. Like, I always remembered Mindy and Buttons and Colin, you know, come out and say a little joke and, okay, bye, and then run away, you <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, that's you know, what Pinky I remember. Pinky and the Brain most. was always huge. Uh, All of the songs with Yakko telling you the countries, telling you... You know, (laughs) it was just super fun. And Mm -hmm. I'm getting the same vibe now. I'm having the same amount of fun, if not more, watching the new ones and also getting a chance to revisit the old ones that I generally don't... I don't know. I think you've kind of corrupted me, Gavin, because I was (laughs) kind of okay with sequels and things getting rebooted. But your arguments over time have made me think of sequels and reboots in a totally different way now. And the very first thing that I usually end up thinking now is, was this necessary? Right. Yeah. And for Animaniacs, I'm going to go with, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That sounds promising. That speaks very highly of it then. Yeah. So far I'm digging it. If anybody's had a chance to watch it, I'd love to hear how you think. I don't know if nostalgia is the one that's kicking in right now, but I mean, ultimately, really isn't the whole purpose for people to enjoy themselves. And if they are, then who cares?
2: Yeah, no, I, yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, I just uh, my deal is often from the standpoint of, you know, when they reboot or, you know, they try and go back to something that's, you know, 20, 30 years old and then people you know, have all kinds of criticisms or complaints about it and stuff like that. Uh, my thinking is just, well, then just don't partake in that. You know, mm-hmm. like you've got the original. If you love that, love that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in that camp where I kind of know ahead of time that I'm not likely to enjoy a late coming sequel. You know, like Godfather three pass. It was a terrible idea. You know, Indiana Jones 5. It's a terrible idea. Don't do it. Like, unless you're going to give us a prequel and totally recast it with other people, like, don't give us any more. Yeah. You know, like, it's already way too far beyond Crystal Skull to even think about. So, sorry <laughs> if that offends anybody. But I, and so what I say to myself is, look, we have three beautiful, perfect Indiana Jones films. I'm happy with them. I love rewatching them. I don't need more Indiana Jones films.
1: And see, that's where I'm really, 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 really having an issue with the Matrix because, man, oh, I can't I even loved the Matrix. Yeah, so did I. But... Mm-hmm. I can't
2: even imagine wanting to watch any new Matrix thing. Yeah,
1: and this, but but the second and third ones, you know, sucked in comparison to the first one. Um, uh, the okay okay second
2: one has some really great stuff yeah yeah the I third was, one yeah yeah the third one they went a little bit too they they tried to do too much especially with cgi and people in midair fighting not good yeah the <laughs> but, third
1: one was really more of hey let us show off everything that we can do now years later yeah. that technology has advanced Yes. So uh, that one I didn't enjoy as much. And yes, you are correct about two. I was going to correct myself, but you said everything yeah. that I would have said. So yes. Okay. So the new Matrix, I'm kind of up in the air because, I mean, I know where digital effects can go now. Damn it, I've seen Endgame. But <laughs> at the same time, uh, are they going to ruin it further?
2: Um, Are the Wachowskis doing this new Matrix?
1: I think so.
2: That Now, that's different.
1: So, I think it, it's just Lana Wachowski that's directing it, I think. Interesting.
2: I mean, if, if one or both of them are involved, then that...
1: Yeah, it looks like only Lana Wachowski's doing it.
2: And it's a reboot? Like,
1: it's a start over? That's the one thing I don't know. They're calling it Matrix mm. 4, so I don't think it's a reboot.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's been too
0: of, long. sounds like a Toy Story it's, 4. It's been
1: too long. Hmm. Yeah, Toy Story 4. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Now, The Matrix 4, The Money Grab. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, t- tangential question on the Wachowskis. Did either of you watch Sense8? No. Yes. Oh, yes. my gosh. It really is, good stuff. To me, the most... like beautifully conceptualized idea of human cooperation it is the most like amazing inclusive loving beautiful action-filled Ooh. show with weird sort of sci-fi fantasy elements to it oh my gosh it's it's the kind of
0: like a symphony of things just like different worlds coming together different mm-hmm. lives and they all they all um are all down the same path yeah but they lead separate lives but it's it's so trippy and cool yeah. and, um, and I,
2: it ends in such a satisfying way they've got yeah two short seasons i think they're like eight episodes each and mm-hmm. then a, and then a movie at the end and uh, dude hazen watch it it's on netflix it's, yeah
1: watch
0: you'll it. like it you okay. would like it
2: it is beautiful
1: i will watch that actually probably today after we're done recording
2: do it it nice. it's like you'll never find a show with better character development like oh my gosh it's so so good and it's got like the ultimate like you love end game it's like the ultimate like team concept mm-hmm. and the team coming together at the end and just oh nice. it's, it's victorious yeah. it's so good okay
1: all right yeah. i'm in i'll watch it huge
2: payoff yeah
1: yeah I, you know it keeps my Netflix kept telling me that it was there and that it was available and that it was trending and trending and trending, but I've just been kind of entrenched in a lot of work recently for a lot of different reasons. Plus I'm now planning the holiday party for work with our group. And so (laughs) one thing that we've been doing for these zoom meetings is like everybody tries to present something, right? But The problem is that sometimes people have bad internet connections or they can't present properly because their microphone is horrible or whatever the case is. So we decided, okay, well, we're going to have all these tiny segments. Let's pre-record them and just play the whole thing almost like a variety show where Mm -hmm. there's people introducing the segments. So the people that have to jump in and talk live are doing it at a minimum. You know, so we don't have mm-hmm. to worry with those connection issues. And so now I've been producing a lot of the videos I've been editing and I've been like putting the music stuff together. We're doing like the 12 days of philanthropy and we're singing like philanthropy style terms for uh, the 12 days of Christmas. And it's fun. But, man, I'm exhausted I haven't, every year. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a lot of time to watch anything new because I like to concentrate on the things that I watch that are, that are sure. interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of reruns of The Office. There's been a lot of reruns of uh, Community and Arrested Development and um, stuff that I know that if I'm watching it, I'm not going to turn around and just be like, oh, yeah, I need to keep watching this. Not that I yeah. don't love them, but by now, I've seen those about 20 or 30 times through. Sure. So it's different. Because yeah. at first, I started trying to do it with the Imagineering story or with different things on Disney+. Plus, But I couldn't. Like Every time I watched it, I learned something new, and then I'd be like, ah, the shiny. <laughs> you know? And then I, I would stop working. So I had to yep. revert back to stuff that I'm familiar with, and it wasn't going to cause that problem for me. So... You know, at least Disney Plus has that going for me right now. There it is. Yeah. It's too interesting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so much stuff on Disney Plus. Are you caught up with The Mandalorian? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my version of the Wilhelm scream. Uh,
2: right. Uh, I'm happy to step away if you want to say things that might spoil it for me.
1: Okay. Uh, I-, I won't say them yet. Okay. But for anybody listening, this episode of Pocketeers may contain spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, look. <laughs> I think I've mentioned to both of you before, and I probably said it on the podcast several times, that mm-hmm. growing up I was never a huge Star Wars fan. Right. I got into Star mm-hmm. Wars uh, primarily because of the podcast uh, because mm-hmm. of the fact that we started covering it, we, I mean, it wasn't until a couple years ago that I actually finally saw the first three movies, 4, 5, and 6. Uh, but since then, there's been so much good Star Wars content, and I know some people will fight me on that one, that I, I've become a fan. I'm not hardcore fan. Like, I'm not like day one fan on it, but uh, I've really enjoyed watching a lot of the Star Wars content. My kids at one point were watching uh, Rebels and they were watching Clone Wars. I remember watching a couple of episodes and I was aware of Ezra and Ahsoka Tano and a lot of the main characters that appeared Mm -hmm. in that animated series. But what I didn't expect is this season of The Mandalorian to be so replete with References to old Star Wars stuff mm-hmm. that it's mixing in the lore of the Mandalorian in a way where I've gotten so damn excited about it that I've started <laughs> reading yeah. articles and I started going back to like Wikipedia and like learning about new characters. I'm going back to watch Clone Wars and Rebels now because I want to know everything that happened. This latest episode, oh my god, I just can't take it. It was so good. (laughs) There were several things on there that I think there's hills that some Star Wars fans were like, nope, this is where I'm dying on. This is what I believe. This is how it should be. From my little knowledge of Star Wars, I feel now this latest episode ties in so much of Episode 4 with what's coming in the future in a way that doesn't seem forced to me
2: uh, no pun intended
1: right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I> uh, <gotcha. laughs> very good uh it, it it doesn't seem forced to me but it could be because i'm a newer star wars fans and i don't know all of the details of the characters and, and certain sure. things but it almost feels like they're Fixing a lot of the problems with seven, eight, and nine with just hmm. the Mandalorian series. Interesting.
0: I think that's a good way to put it. Like we're getting puzzle pieces, kind of. Yeah. If, if that makes sense, like we're kind of getting these puzzle pieces that fill in some gaps. I still don't know everything, but still, it's that's how it kind of feels. Yeah. That's all I'll say.
1: <laughs> so, in the in the last couple of episodes, we finally learned the child's name. I'm not going to say it. I know we've been trying to be respectful of some of the people that have not had an opportunity to watch it next week. I'm just going to start using his name because uh, I mean, it's being used everywhere else, but uh, yeah, so we've learned his name. We've learned some of his traits. We've learned a little bit of his history, Uh, having Ahsoka Tano and the interactions that she had with the child was so cool to watch. Okay. I mean, watching that episode and watching her, basically just go that through all of—I know the fight scene. I'm like, yeah. Oh <laughs> my, she is BA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. alone made me want to go back and watch Rebels. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly here. Exactly here. I haven't seen it. Exactly why I want to see that too.
1: Yeah.
2: It's great casting too. Oh yeah. Dawson. She was awesome.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I don't I didn't remember this in the first season of The Mandalorian, but one thing that I saw, uh, especially in these last couple of episodes, is that have you noticed that the episodes are not all like forty something minutes long? Yes. Oh
2: yeah. They're all It's the same same is true of the first season. They're all okay, they're treated like short films. They take the length of time they need to tell the story. Yes, and if it's longer or shorter, that's how they cut it. And it's beautiful, yeah, it's wonderful. That way, you don't get that formulaic thing where you're like, Oh, it's we're at the 30 minute mark. I know it's gonna wrap up here in five minutes. Exactly, yeah, it's it's beautiful the way they let it just play out the way it needs to play
0: out. And there isn't like filler scene or anything like that it's just it is it, no it's a tight it, show yes yeah. that's
1: been the biggest thing for me that there are certain shows that i watch that i get bored of them because the story takes a weird turn just so that they can fill in that extra time mm-hmm. and yeah. no scene ever seems wasted in the mandalorian every single scene has a purpose mm-hmm. and yep. i hate to say it but if we could ever throw somebody's name in a hat to run Lucas film, I'm going to throw John Favreau's name in there. I know I'm not the first one to say that, but now that I've seen more of the Mandalorian and more of how he Mm. treats running the show, how the lore of star Wars is so important to him and Mm. how he's setting up things for the future. I mean, I feel like he's the best person to run Lucasfilm right now.
2: <laughs> that could be cool. I, I'd i love to see Bryce Dallas Howard direct a Star Wars movie as well. Yes. Because her, yes. her episodes of The Mandalorian are just fire. They're so good.
1: Yeah. So anyway, this is the rabbit hole that I went into, okay? So after the latest episode, there was uh, some characters that were on the episode that made me wonder, wait a second, I I kind of know about these characters, but not enough, right? So mm-hmm. I, I did the standard research, and I thought, wait a second. Okay, so a couple episodes ago, we were talking about where the Mandalorian falls in timeline, and shout-out to FGP squad member Albert, who filled in some of that for me on the Discord server. Nice. Uh, and so I, I decided to jump in and do more research and figure out – Remember, I talked about watching all of the Infinity Saga in the order that it happened in, not the movie release order, but the chronological order of the films. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do the same thing with Star Wars, and I know that okay. that's blasphemous okay. to people because it's like, no, you gotta watch four, five, and six first, and then you got. No, I wanted to know what wow. is the. I full... always watch them in order. Yeah, so I want to know what the yeah. full chronological order of everything that's considered like Star Wars canon and all the supplemental stuff that's out there, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I went through several websites that had similar lists to this. Here's the list. I'm going to include this in the blog post for the episode for anyone that's interested, but I'm going to try to zoom through this as much as possible. Podcateers.com slash 338 if you want to take a look at the list, but here we go. Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Then, Lego Star Wars, The Yoda Chronicles. But it was kind of split because the first three episodes of The Yoda Chronicles were on Cartoon Network. And so when Disney got the the rights to stream it on Disney XD, they named it The New Yoda Chronicles. The first six parts of that are actually on the Lego YouTube channel. So they're not on Disney+. Plus. Uh, oh, by the way, everything that I'm saying is on Disney+, Plus, with the exception of the ones I mentioned, are on the LEGO YouTube channel. Uh, and anything that's not, I'll also let you know. So uh, LEGO Star Wars, The Yoda Chronicles, or the New Yoda Chronicles. Then LEGO Star Wars, The Padawan Menace, The Clone Wars, Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, Solo, A Star Wars Story, Star Wars Rebels, The Star Wars Rebels Shorts, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Star Wars Droids, which was a cartoon from the 80s, which has no official streaming available, but if you search on YouTube, you'll find lists that have all of the episodes, wink, wink, episode four, (laughs) A New Hope, Phineas and Ferb, Star Wars uh, Episode 4A, may the Ferb be with you, Star Wars Holiday Special, again, no official streaming is available, No official release was available of it. If you check back a couple of episodes of Podcateers, you'll see the episode in a blog post where we talked about Life Day. Also, it's available on YouTube. I'll link it in the blog post for this episode in case you want to watch it. Lego Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Episode 5 The Empire Strikes Back. Episode 6 The Return of the Jedi. Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. Lego Star Wars Droid Tales, uh, those two are available on the YouTube channel, a Lego YouTube channel. Ewoks, which was a cartoon in the mid 80s, no official streaming is available, uh, but also available on YouTube if you search for it. The Mandalorian, Star Wars Resistance, Lego Star Wars The Resistance Rises, Episode 7, Episode 8, Episode 9, and then Star Wars Forces of Destiny, which are a series of shorts available on Disney Plus right now. I hope I didn't miss anything. All of you hardcore Star Wars fans, please let me know if I missed anything. Please uh, send me a message so that I can update the list that's gonna be in the blog posts of this episode, podcuteers.com slash 338, if you wanna take a look at that list. But this is the rabbit hole I went into. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it is. Uh, can I interject one thing real quick? Yes. So I don't know if it's officially canon anymore or not, but before the Clone Wars um, was a series of short uh, 2D animated um, Star Wars stories that was called Star Wars Clone Wars, animated by Gendi Tartakovsky, the guy that did Samurai Jack. Um, so those, to me, are well worth the watch. Um, they're fantastic um all about clone wars stories and they have Anakin and Obi-Wan and all that and it's basically the same character set of the clone wars but it's a series of really short cartoons that played between episodes of different things on Cartoon Network for a couple of seasons uh, i think there's two two seasons of that of like maybe like 8 episodes each or something like that
1: I think I accounted for those.
2: Oh, I didn't hear you mention it. That's the only so, reason I brought it up. I heard you say so, the Clone Wars, the 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 one that's um, the big like, uh, CG animated one, but preceding that would be Star Wars: Clone Wars.
1: Was it around 2008?
2: Uh, that sounds right.
1: Yeah, so they're accounted for in here.
2: Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just didn't hear you say it. That's where we meet. That's actually where the Star Wars universe meets General Grievous for the first time. Is in Star Wars: Clone Wars. Mm. So it's pretty important.
1: I think I clumped them up because the very first wow. one is in 2008 and then it runs through 2014. So I may have mixed the two clone Wars sets together. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Either way, if I have to split them up, let me know. But th- this is my life now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to watch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. naming everything. And I'm like, I haven't heard this. I haven't heard that. And I'm like, I- I'm going to need that list.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to make it available Uh, again. (laughs) Aside from the few things that don't have an official release, pretty much everything that I mentioned is available on Disney Plus or on the Lego YouTube channel. So it's not hard to find Mm -hmm. it. And some of the things that still aren't official or don't have the official release can still be found on YouTube. I mean, we've seen several copies of it. They may not be great copies, But, you know, they're good enough where you could at least watch it and at least understand what's going on. And you'll have an opportunity to learn about things like Life Day and what it means and all that good stuff and meet Chewie's family for the first time. So just make sure that when you watch the holiday special, you find the one that has the Boba Fett cartoon. That's all you got to do because there's two versions of it one without the cartoon and one with the cartoon so you got to find the one with the boba fett cartoon to watch it in its entirety so anyway (laughs) Uh, um yeah that that's been my life uh and so anyway the the new mandalorian episode i feel ties in so many things that i'm really excited about where the season is going Uh, i remember mentioning this to you gavin uh last week after watching the last episode Uh, I I told you that so far that was my favorite episode. The one where Ahsoka Mm -hmm. appears and, you know, we find out the child's name and everything. But now this one might be my favorite episode. Nice. It's just progressed so nicely. The way that they're telling the story is fantastic. And I, I kind of, after this list was compiled, I started going in and watching videos on YouTube of people trying to figure out what the next step is and you know possible things that are going to happen and look i don't know enough to know what's true and what's not a lot of it is also speculation on their part because they know star wars better than i do i know that there's some theories that i heard that in my brain are better than others uh, but mainly because i think i just want those things to actually happen and it's just The better Mm -hmm. story, in in my opinion. Uh, I'm so hooked, man. (laughs) This is what I've been missing out on. I'm sad for me. (laughs) No, just think of it as
0: you're just discovering something new.
1: It's just so damn exciting. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be able to freeze time so I can enjoy these and then hop in like a week later and be like, I've seen it all. There it is. (laughs) Yeah.
2: He probably won't ever catch
1: up. No, and that's what I'm concerned with, that of everything in here... I mean, I've seen most of the stuff on here. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, obviously, everything from The Mandalorian, all of the major films uh, I've seen. Scratch that. The only full movie that I haven't watched is Solo. I was
2: going to say, I noticed that you didn't mention Rogue One or Solo. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: he did.
2: Oh, you did? Yeah. Gosh, I was... Not paying attention, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I think as soon as I heard, wait, you didn't mention the Clone Wars. Yeah. I was like, latched onto that. I didn't listen to the rest <laughs> yeah, of the Yeah, so it's in there.
1: So Solo came okay. right after episode three. And then Rogue yeah, yeah, One yeah, was yeah. right before the droids uh, cartoon that I mentioned, right before mm-hmm. A New Hope. Okay. Um, My bad. But yeah, I mean, I've seen all of the major films. I've seen the Phineas and Ferb thing on here. Uh, I've seen... Uh, I don't want to count Clone Wars or Rebels or any of that stuff because I've only seen a couple of episodes. That's a crap ton of episodes.
2: I too. know. Like Clone Wars alone is like what ten seasons? Something like that. It's a yeah. lot. And Rebels was like six or seven, maybe eight.
1: Wow, it was a lot. I got a lot on my plate, man. It's a lot to get through, man. Yeah. Do you think? No. See, that's what I'm afraid of. I, I-, I was gonna ask if you feel that those I can background listen to or background watch while i'm working on something i
2: mean maybe the to me like i'm i don't want to say i'm a purist what i'll say is that i'm a just give me the basics so to me like i'm really loving the mandalorian because it's like its own thing right Mm -hmm. it's kind of unique in that whole catalog of things right but to me star wars is nine films that's all it is to me. Like, I don't really pay attention to all the other stuff. I've seen some of the other things. Like I mentioned star Wars, clone wars, which I really like. And I liked rogue one, but to me, star Wars is nine films. That's it. You know, the Mandalorian I'm having fun with and it adds a little spice, but I don't know. I don't feel like any of those are really necessary. I think, um, you know, they can add a little flavor to some of the stories and some of the character development. Like, you know, we wouldn't, know who ahsoka tano was without the clone wars you know but i mean i guess we do now so maybe we would have just known with mandalorian i don't know i i just i don't think they're necessary but um i also feel like you probably could watch them in the background and not get too distracted especially with clone wars because it's like narrated
1: oh okay. you know it's like
2: telling you the story along the way you know like there's a little introduction and like you kind of you get little narration bits in between and i don't know I, I feel like you could listen to it almost like an audiobook oh okay. i want to
0: say i think i think you're going to you're going to be okay if you do that with solo
2: oh really i I've, I've never even had any interest in watching that movie
0: yeah solo solo was kind of kind of hard for me to watch <laughs> but listening was a little bit more easier for me okay yeah cuz my attention span just went Whoop.
1: maybe that's what we need maybe, because I mean I get what you're saying Gavin about the f- like the nine films being like this is it this is Star Wars and the Mandalorian's kind of like you know the salt bay of it all but I mean mm-hmm. now that I kind of know the backstories and the side stories that went on with other things I want more <laughs> I want to be and, and that's where why the they Ewoks make are. content I want to oh see want to <laughs> see droids flying lightsabers flashing around during a fight
0: this is kind of like us coming out of butt tooth that's exactly what we felt (laughs)
2: uh no that's that's actually true accurate uh i mean that's why they make the content for people that want more content so dude have at her yeah i just i'm content with the films for the most part and mandalorian i'm really liking
1: mandalorian but like I can't imagine trying to go comprehensive with all of it. Well, here's the deal. I don't think I can go full comprehensive because there's so many names that I would have to remember that I joke about it. But I feel like if I learn more Star Wars stuff, it's going to push other things out of my brain. So I don't want to lose things I already know. Right. So maybe what we need is on top of the nine films, obviously what are the things that you absolutely cannot miss? You know, maybe we do need like you need the nine films and then, and then some people argue that you only need eight, you know, because what is it? One or two, I think that people say, just skip it because it ruins the whole, like I am your father <laughs> moment between <laughs> Luke and Vader because they kind of give it away. <laughs> right. So what is the list of things you, you, actually need to get the most comprehensive understanding of Star Wars without having to watch 50 or 60 years worth of content. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure somebody's put together that list, like just watch these seven films, watch these 10 episodes of Clone Wars and these three episodes of Rebels and you're good. I'm sure somebody's got that list out there. All right,
1: well, we're going to have to look for it. Or... If right. somebody out there listening wants to help us put it together, take a look at the list that I put up on the blog post for the episode, com slash 338, and let us know what you think is the most important stuff for us to watch. Because judging by, you know, the solo comments, I'm honestly, I'm kind of with Gavin, like I, I saw the, the stuff for solo and I didn't even want to watch it. But then the Rogue One stuff came on. And I was like, oh, I really want to watch that. It was more intriguing to me. You know, so yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I got stuff to watch. Plus, I got to watch that thing on Netflix that you guys are recommending. So much to oh, watch. Yeah. So little yep. 2020 left. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. Well, you don't have to watch it all in 2020. I think I have to.
1: I nope. think I've com- I think I've time. committed to watching it all in 2020 now.
2: Well, it was nice knowing you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> death death yeah. by streaming, yeah.
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus is going to be like, bro.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> what about the Imagineering story? Remember how much you loved that one time? Remember? Huh? <laughs> Once Upon a Dream? Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode there was more stuff I wanted to talk about but this uh, Star Wars talk took a little bit longer than I was anticipating <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun it was and I'm having so much fun watching The Mandalorian That's I'm, awesome I'm uh ah, you gotta watch the latest episode Gavin I, I will ah!
2: it's on my agenda for this week before the next episode comes out I will nice
1: yeah this is the way this is the way I have spoken speaking of oh. this is the way <laughs> <laughs> 3D printing Mandalorian helmet. Oh my god. Is <laughs> yeah. that a thing that can happen?
2: Uh potentially. I mean, nice. if you if you give me the STL file, I, I may be able to make that happen.
1: Alright. I'm downloading it now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Alright, I'll email it to you. Groovy. <laughs> Alright, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. If you have any thoughts, comments. Uh, about anything that we talk about in this episode or in any other episode, make sure to join the conversation over on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. Before we wrap up, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by a fantastic group of people known as the FGP Squad. The FGP Squad is a group of listeners just like you that help us out with a monthly contribution via Patreon. And if you want more information on how to become part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcateers.com FGP for more information. Becoming a part of the FGP Squad family uh, gives you some additional perks. You get discounts, uh, additional discounts on Podketeers gear. You have access to our monthly podcaster's Happy Hour Zoom phone calls. Uh, there's some additional content that we drop on the Patreon page. Speaking of FGP Squad, make sure to check Patreon for the information for the next Happy Hour call. Uh, because of Christmas and New Year's and all the festivities that are coming this month, we're doing it a little bit earlier than normal. So make sure that you check Patreon. All the Zoom information uh, will be on the post for that as well. If you have any questions, please feel free to send us a message. So yeah, if you want more information, podcasterscom slash FGP. And to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, and that's it until next time keep dreaming keep moving forward and always remember to pass on the magic have a fantastic week everyone bye made
2: you look